Hey guys, welcome to What Mean. <laughs> I'm, I'm Amanda. And I'm Alex. Um, you can tell we haven't done this in a while because I was kind of stuttering to kind of, <laughs> it's like, when do we start? Um, when do we start recording? This one's going to be a lot more off the cuff than the last one was, so uh, just get ready for that. But you guys come to expect that from me, so like, no big deal. We have a form of notes over here. I see a lot of um, stuff in all caps, so I know that this is about to be a really fun uh, podcast. Um, we went and saw My Hero Academia. Heroes Rising. Heroes Rising. Uh, let me tell you. Yes. Do you want to explain more than that, or is that is that all you want to say about the about the movie? Well, I think I should, like, preface this by saying I am a Bakugo fangirl, like... She talks about him all the time. If I was more insecure <laughs> in our relationship, I might be a little bit jealous. But I'm also, like, I'm a Chaco fangirl. Like, I love me some Uraraka. Bloody girl. Anyway. Both of them got so much screen time, and it made me so happy. Yeah, it was actually really cool. Um, so this movie is called Heroes Rising, and it has like a really strong focus on the characters and a trap that it didn't fall into. It's just focusing on one character, like a fan favorite, which a lot of them do. Like they, I feel like they gave equal equal screen time to a lot of the characters, therefore balancing it out and giving like the fans of each character like their moment kind of thing you could tell that there were some fans of some different characters because the screening we went to was packed with people that were like super fans which was really great there were so many cosplayers and i was so salty because like i cosplay but i live like two hours away from uh fiance guy right here and um i was like i could bring it and i could wear it and i was like nah that's too much stuff to pack and then i get here and i'm like I should have cosplayed! Anyway, um, but yeah, I agree. I think it was very balanced character-wise, and I think that each character had their moment. I will say, like, if you're a fan of Kirishima, his scene, so good. Also, if you're a fan of Mineta, he has a good moment, which is really weird, because nobody likes Mineta. You say all these names. Who's, who's Mineta again? I'm, I'm actually a fan, too. I just, I'm terrible with remembering names. Okay. So, also, it's only, like, 1A that really gets screen time. Mineta's the dude with the great hair. Like, the, he pulls the... Oh, the, perv, the pervy, weird, midgety guy? Yes. Kaminori. I don't know if I could say midget on here, but whatever. Maybe Kaminori gets screen time, too, and I love him, and he is so underrated. And then um, Momo gets screen time, and Mina, and Togiyami. Like, so before, and then Koda has a really good... Not Koda. Oh, what is his name? I think I forgot his name. Oh, oh. And a voice, dude. Oh. I keep want to say it's Koda, but I could be wrong. Anyway. Well, like, everybody gets, like, good screen time, and they have, like, like important roles in the fight, and it's really, really, like, it's nice. Even Hakakure. Hakakure, he goes, Invisible Girl, whose name is really hard to say. Um, it's Toru. Her first name's Toru. I'll just call her Toru. Um, even she gets screen time, which is hilarious, because, you know, she's invisible. I thought he was going to try to take her quirk away, which would have been really bad in certain scenes because she walks around naked, and so, like, it would have been a very different kind of movie if that happened. Um, that, like, in canon, like, that's, I don't think that's possible because I don't think that All for One... So, quick spoiler alert, um, the villain had a very similar power to All for One in that, like, he was, um, genetically modified to be able to hold multiple quirks and to be able to take quirks. And so, um... All for one, uh, 
you know, has that power <laughs> to take quirks. So villain dude man um, is trying to sell different quirks so that he could make only the powerful, like, control the world. So, um, anyway, I don't think All for One could steal physical quirks. So, in the same way, like, he couldn't have stole, like, Ojiro's tail. Or, like, in the same way, Aizawa can't, like, look at somebody and deactivate their quirks if it's a physical quirk. So, like, Ojiro and... Oh, I just realized I don't know the tentacle guy's name. Oh, I feel Which like... Which tentacle guy? He, uh, his, like... His hair name is Tinderpool. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, he'll see his bat wings. I I can't remember his name. Anyway, dude, man, he um like he can't take like their powers because they're physical like alterations to their bodies, so he can't deactivate their quirks. I was worried about it being samey, but you said like other than just because they kept bringing up, oh, this character is similar. To this person, which like a lot of anime movies will do, they'll take a character and slightly modify it. Like the DBZ movies do that, where it's like there's characters that's similar to villains they've faced before. But this one, you said it wasn't that similar. It's just their powers were similar and nothing else really. Yeah, well, because like Awful One, I guess like Awful One was very similar in that like he wanted a society where like the strong ruled. But I feel like it was different enough. I guess, like, the villains were, like, similar. And I think that, like, the little girl... What was her name? The, the little girl? Are you talking about the brother and the sister yeah. in the movie? I don't remember she, either. I don't know. At first, I thought she was going to be really similar to um, Coda, the the kid who was, like, the wild pussycat. He was there. Um, he was, like, one of their uh, cousins or nephews. And cause she was just like, I hate heroes. But really, she didn't hate heroes. She just wanted her brother safe, and that was super cute. Yeah. Um, there was a lot of fan service. Hmm. <laughs> Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, I would agree. There was and not the fan service you guys were thinking. Like, it wasn't, like, girl, like, fan service, which is, like, good. I mean, you got to see a lot of Bakugo muscles. I meant, like, <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> But, um, yeah, like, the whole teamwork, and I'm not as far into My Hero Academia. Like, I'm watching it currently, so I don't know certain things yet, but I liked that they had um, Bakugo and um, the other dude. Deku's name. Deku, yeah, I can't believe I just did that. He's, like, the main <laughs> character. Like, that's the one character I should remember. But, yeah, um, they had them team up, and that was kind of weird. Like, no, it was the single greatest thing ever. I love it so much. Like, yes. No, it was awesome. It's just once they were powered up, like, the hair being all spiked up and, like, the, oh, yeah, the, like the, having the energy around them and everything. I, I feel like, cause, like, they feel like they were using one for all. So, um, what are they going to do? Like, this is going to be very spoiler heavy. Um, As if it wasn't already. <laughs> But um, Bakugo and Deku are trying to fight the really big bad at the end uh, to protect these kids. And um, they're almost dying. Like, who think they might die? Obviously, they're not going to because Shonen protagonist doesn't die. And then the Shonen, oh, what's the one? It's like the second main character, which is like what Bakugo would be. Although he's not been super much, he hasn't been like super active in season four. So I don't know. Yeah, Aaron's always adding, adding you even when you're not there and saying it's just like, oh, like you mean the character that's not relevant anymore? Bakugo is so relevant. He is everything. 
you have a heavy bias. So, like, I feel like even if that wasn't true, you'd still be saying it. Well, okay, because he's the one who pushes Deku to be better in a way that nobody else does because Deku's always trying to catch up to Bakugo. And, um, anyway, so at this point, like, they don't know how they're going to win. Deku's just, like, the only way we can defeat it is, like, two people have all for one, or not all for one, one for all. And so Deku um, gives Bakugo his quirk, but they both still have the powers. And I guess it makes sense, like, the hair spiking up thing, though, because if you think about it, whenever um, All Might goes, like, full all for one, his um, one for all, I keep saying all for one instead of one for all, but one for all, his, like, his hair spikes up a lot. Mm. It gets, like, solid, you know? Yeah. And so that happened to the boys, and then, like, their eyes changed, and it was really, really, really cool. And I was screaming, like, in the theater. And, you know, then at the end, like, Baku doesn't get to keep it because he passed out before the quirk finished, like, assimilating into the body. And so then because he passed out, he also forgot a lot of stuff. Yeah, do you feel like, because I know these aren't canon, I know when we watched it, like, you know, the fans being really vocal were, like, whining and complaining about certain parts of the movie. It's just, like, it's not canon. You think they should have just stuck with parts of it because they could just form their own thing? I don't think so because I do think that My Hero does a really good job of bringing in um, the movies into canon. Like, if you look at the first movie, it's, like, it was, like, built up in canon. And You mean the one where, um, what's-his-name has eyes? Stop it. It's not funny. I love you. <laughs> All night. Um, but, like, he, um, Deku was able to use All for One, One for All at 100%, um, because of the brace that, um, Shield, oh, I can't remember her first name, but the Shield girl built. Um, however, he broke the brace. Um, because he broke the brace, it didn't affect canon. And so it can remain, like, in camp. And so it's like when they do really crazy things in a filler episode that they don't want to, like, let affect canon. And so they have to, like, figure out how to go back and fix it, which is kind of what they did. And it makes a lot of sense. Um, do you think that's cheap, though? Do you think, like, um, stuff like that is just, like, if they're going to, like, it almost invalidates, like, the movie? Or do you think it's still... I think that if you're looking at it, it's a form that is entertainment. And I don't, I don't think it's fair to call it cheap. I think it's a clever way to tell a story that otherwise wouldn't be told. And that it's a clever way to like give the fans something interesting and new and novel without being tied to it. Like saying that it's cheap is like saying that including, because they include like a lot of like AU type stuff at the ends of the manga. And it would be like saying that like including that like fantasy AU um, sketches was cheap. It wasn't. It was super interesting. And a lot of people... AU? Alternate universe, like... Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. It, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know. I'm sorry. Did I completely break your concentration? Yes, you did. I'm sorry. But, like, I don't think it's cheap. I think it's a way to introduce um, a new novel concept that otherwise wouldn't be explored in canon or by the creators. And, I don't know, it just, like, builds onto the world in a way that otherwise wouldn't be done. Yeah, but, like, I get why other people were getting kind of like salty about it like in the theater yeah it's like i get that because it's just like you're doing all these amazing things and it's like he'll have no memory of it it wasn't like that though and it makes sense like a lot of people have memory loss when they get knocked unconscious it would be un like i don't know it didn't bother me and i think some people just get way too 
offended by things that like are insignificant. Mm-hmm. I could see where, like, I don't know, for me personally, I could see why people would get, um, like, upset by it, like, because there were a lot of cool things that they did that, um, like, character development-wise, too, they got kind well, of undone. I, I don't think so, because, like, a lot of the character development, especially with Bakugo and um, Mizuku, Izuku Midoriya, Deku, I don't want to call him Deku, because I think like Young Midoriya. But, like, so calling him Mizuku just doesn't feel right. So, especially with uh, Kachan and Deku, um... Well, it's already pre-established, especially, you haven't seen it, but um, there's an arc where uh, Deku, in the, um, in the manga and then in the anime, where Deku like tells Bakugo that he has all for one, and they fight it out, and then they're buddies, and they have like this mutual respect. You mean one for all? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and they have like this mutual respect for each other. You need to catch up so like you can see when they kidnap Bakugo. They kid. Spoilers. <laughs> I haven't seen that yet, but um, anyway. she does it all the time. Anyway, like, and then they like they already have this mutual respect for each other, and it's already established, and you can see it early on in movie two. And Bakugo is just like, I respect you. Like, I'm glad you're training. I'm ready for you to own your power. That way, we can see who's actually stronger. Because like, he's interested, and they like there's like a level of respect there, like same kind of respect he has for Kirishima. Or for Icy Hot. <laughs> you mean Todoroki? That's the one name I actually do remember. Toto, he's baby. <laughs> Her obsession with anime boys is kind of ridiculous. Anyway. Anime people. You gotta, you gotta love girls too. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, you got any more, any more notes? Yeah, actually, I really enjoyed the um, concept in general. Just how you don't see the pro heroes a lot because it is focused solely on class money, which kind of sucks because, like, I love class one B and would love to see more of them. But since it has, like, such a heavy focus on class 1A, and, like, the title makes sense, Heroes Rising, because it's about these students taking on the role and acting as heroes on their own. Um, and it's kind of great. Uh, they were put on this island, and I think this is a community they built says a lot about, like, what hero society is meant to be, and that, like, in order for the people to know that they can trust and rely on them, they have to show that they can trust and rely on them on, like, their day-to-day lives. Yeah. And so Kaminari, literally, at one point, he has been going to charge his new tractor, like, every other day. And um, when they're, like, getting hyped up for the fight, Kaminari's like, I can't charge what's-his-name's tractor if what's-his-name's not around. <laughs> he's like, oh. Yeah, that's it. They even have a discussion, like, Midoriya has a discussion with one of the kids who wants to be a hero in this and saying, like, yeah, it's also beating up bad guys, but then, like, I think a point that's missed in a lot of um, things these days, like a lot of superhero properties, is, like, it's more than that. It's about the people. It's about protecting the people. It's about impacting their lives, like, every day in a positive way. I love that scene so much. So he's talking, and Bakko is, like, on his balcony above them, and they don't see him. He's, like, leaning against, like, listening to what um, Midoriya is saying. And Midoriya is just, like, he asks the kid why the kid wants to be a hero. And the kid's like, I want to beat up the bad guys. And Midoriya's like, okay. And the kid's like, why do you want to be a hero? And Midoriya's like, I want to protect people. And I'm just like, my baby. <laughs> <laughs> and um, he just goes on and he's like, it doesn't matter if you're in it to beat up bad guys or in it to protect people. Because the end goal either way is to keep people safe. And, um, and I think it was really cool because he was giving Bakugo's 
uh, desires and motivation, validation without even realizing it. And he was just like, ultimately, either way is like the right way to be a hero. It doesn't matter um, if it's more about wanting to fight to keep people safe or just wanting to keep people safe in general. And I'm just like, this is beautiful. Hmm. Yeah, I really like that too. And um, just like, honestly, like, and this is just totally unrelated to that, but if you are going to go see this movie, I'd recommend going and seeing it like with a large crowd of like fans, because that definitely like the movie was great, but seeing it with like a large group of like really passionate fans kind of helped and enhanced the experience because of all the joking and just stuff like that. And just all the cheering and stuff like it really got you like hyped up for this movie. You know, you know, one of the like two characters I love that we haven't mentioned yet. Who? Froppy and Tanya. Hmm. Do you want to talk about them? I mean, I feel like Froppy didn't get enough screen time. She had her moments, though. Like, every character in here had their moments. I know, but I would have liked more Froppy, and I would have loved more. Like, I mean, a lot of it is you're seeing um, Momo and Tanya, um, you know, be class reps and stuff. And, like, they're running a hero agency, and so they're kind of, like, the backbone of that. And they're, like, making plans. And everybody's showing them respect and listening, which is really cool. Um, you get to see, you know, fight, like, hardcore um, with... Froppy, um, Todoroki, and Kirishima, and so that was really cool, too. Yeah, like, this this movie, like, the great part of it is just the teamwork aspect and just seeing, like, unlike other anime, like, it's not just one guy doing all the heavy lifting and the other. Everybody contributes. I felt like they underplayed Todoroki's power. Hmm. I feel like it was very underplayed in that, like, he was... Because it kind of seemed like they were heralding um, Deku and Bakuga uh, higher than the other students, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I, I could see that. Because like they were just like, Deku and Bakuga were defeated by this guy by themselves. And they're like, Todoroki and this other guy, they were defeated and they were fighting with like four other people. And you're just sitting here like, but Todoroki's up there with Deku and Bakugo when it comes to like strength and power. And he has battle sense. So it didn't make sense to me that he was, you know? You think that's a flaw of the writing um, or just a flaw of, like, people who made it just being like, well, these people have, like, massive fans, and so, like, we need to make sure that they're, like, the the spotlight's on them? But I don't even know about that. Because Todoroki is, like, has a massive fan base also. Like, I would say probably the six, hmm, I'm going to say seven most popular characters from the fandom are Froppy, uh, Deku, Bakugo, Todoroki, Ochako, uh, Kirishima. I want to say Ida, but I could be wrong. And I feel like he's intended to be one of the, like, one of, like, the core ones, but I don't think he's as popular as they wanted him to be. I could be wrong, though. Do you think that, um, like, for the, with the characters, do you think that, um, like, it should have been more balanced, or you think, like, they wrote it that way because of the story they were trying to tell? I, I, think, they wrote, I think they wrote I think they, like, did um, Todoroki dirty just because they wanted to tell the story of Bakugo and Deku, and, like, their, I don't know. It, it was definitely, like, focused more on them, which is fine. I love Bakugo. He is perfect. Um, but 
I think that they did kind of underplay some of the other more powerful characters. Like, in the, um, it's literally stated that Froppy is one of the most well-rounded um, fighters that, they're all, that, they, that they have. And I don't feel like she got, like, a ton of credit either. Um, and that, that's fine. Like, it's fine. Like, it was definitely meant to focus on uh, Deku and Bakugo. And the other characters, they did get, they got plenty of screen time. They had really cool moments. I will say Todoroki in his final, like, battle moment, it was bomb. Yeah, I'm a, definitely a big fan of Todoroki. Like, I like that character. I like, um, uh, what's the other character's name with the jets on the back of his legs? Ida, Kenya. Yeah, I feel like he's, he's the closest to, like, the most traditional superhero we get, like, Midori is too, but Midori is a lot more in touch with his feelings than I feel like a lot of superheroes are these days, which is cool. I like that. Froppy's more of a traditional superhero. You think so? Yeah, she's like Aquaman, but cooler. Hmm. <laughs> she's kind of like goofy, though, too. <laughs> Aquaman, but cooler. <laughs> are we talking Jason Momoa or like traditional Aquaman? I'm talking like Aquaman from the Justice League Aquaman. Yeah, so Jason Momoa. No, no, no. The jet, like the. The, the cartoon show. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm talking blonde Aquaman with, like, the stupidest-looking costume. Hmm. Except Robbie's cute. But in that, in the cartoon, like, he had the long hair with the hook hand. You're thinking of just, like, but super like friends. Old, yeah, the old cartoon. Yeah. Anyway, um, so, like, we both really like this movie, and we definitely recommend. We were going to have Aaron, who is, like, one of our resident anime people go and see it with us but he, he had plans we're gonna go see it with him later and then hopefully amanda can redeem herself and cosplay again and um like i did a low-key cosplay like she had like not low-key like um low space p yeah low-key like low-key low-key <laughs> sorry yeah anyway <laughs> um like uh what's the guy's name from haiku Yukai, you did coach Yukai, not old Yukai, but young Yukai, whose first name is Keshian. Yeah, that guy. And um, she curled my hair and like had me in like her um, haiku uh, jacket or whatever. I'm going to jacket here. I'm just going to keep the other ones at my apartment. Okay. And um, yeah, no one. <laughs> I guess because I wasn't that like reckon like I didn't have my hair the right shade. Like nobody recognize me but then then again it's that that show has a lot of viewers but like i feel like it was the wrong audience i feel like most my hero academia fans probably don't watch iq as well there's a lot of overlap anime fans in general not the theater we went to but yeah but see we bought him a bakugo wig because he was like i'm gonna cosplay bakugo and the wig didn't fit and the wig was kind of awful so like the wig isn't so awful i oh <laughs> but yeah, um, I'm contractually obligated not to mention her her name on here on TikTok, but she does TikTok stuff, so if you guys can find it, good luck. But yeah, um, I only do three characters right now. They're not that great. They're they're amazing. Y'all, y'all should go find it if you listen to this. Winter, if you listen to this, I'm talking to you. But um, <laughs> yeah, that's my roommate. Yeah. <laughs> She doesn't need to watch me on TikTok. She gets, like, a live show. Like, she'll come knock on my door and be like, I'm in cosplay. She'll be like, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. 
But um, we both really enjoyed this movie. Um, I definitely want to go see more anime movies. Like, I feel like that should be more of a thing. That was more of a thing, like, in the 90s, I feel like. <sighs> but, like, they should do more of, like, stuff like this. Can we make a mini steak? Like, a mini thing? I have an idea and I want to do it. And I really want to do it. And I really think that you would hate it, but I want to do it anyway. Like, another episode later on? No, no. Like, I want to do, like, a mini series where, like, I make you watch all of the Sailor Moon movies in the original English and we review them. Okay, so um, I guess look forward to that when we do that because since she is my fiance, kind of have to <laughs> do what she says to make her happy. But um, yeah, you guys get to watch me suffer through the Sailor Moon movies or listen to me, I guess. It's the greatest thing ever created. They are works of anime masterpieece. The works of I got what you meant. You don't have to explain it. Uh, you said it. <laughs> but anyway, I'm not going to say what she said. But uh, yeah, guys, uh, thanks for watching or listening or whatever. My brain's all over the place. And uh, this has been What Mean. I'm Alex. I am his lovely fiance, Amanda. And we'll see you guys next time.